I made another post on my Facebook page that I'd like to share in podcast for anybody who's listening to consider. I'll read aloud and then share more. We're still here. Let's honor that fact. Let's all honor, also honor, the millions of lives lost worldwide from COVID. And pray, even though I don't pray, for the millions of lives that could be saved if vaccinated. It is so easy to place blame. Hell, I do it too. But perhaps our blame game is making these individuals more obstinate in their reckless decisions to not get vaccinated. I've learned firsthand reverse psychology thinking is not always the best approach. It only drives people further away from our intended selfish goals. You know, I've been going through a revelation through this whole, what is it, almost two years into all this COVID stuff. And not only am I learning more and more about society and the way society believes and thinks and acts, but I'm taking it down more to the micro level and examining how I believe and think and react. And you know, I've shared this with so many of my clients. I believe that that's what we need to do. I mean, it goes contrary to some of the things that I've talked with uh, to my clients about. If we're only focused on the micro level, then we're only going to see the problem at hand. It's not until we do the long shoot and look at the macro vision that we can see it all in context. And I still firmly believe that. And I believe that that's the way we need to understand the COVIDness, if you will, of how it's affected our society. You know what I was thinking? Is the United States the only country that has so many anti-vaxxers? And what I've realized is, no. There are so many other countries who have the same mentality. And so it's not exclusive to the selfishness of the United States. There are so many more people worldwide who are believing the same. And so we can't ignore that. I've talked about this before, that my supervisor indicated that when we get a new client, we need to meet them where they are, not where, they, where we want them to be, not based on our sense of reality, because this is their sense of reality. And I have to understand it. I don't have to accept it necessarily, but I want to figure out 
what makes them tick, what makes them think the way they do. And their rationale is legitimate to them. And if I go in gangbusters and try to diminish in any way their beliefs or their reality, it is going to be met with defensiveness and obstinance. And, oh, I'll show you, you're trying to get me to think this way, I'm going to think more my way. And that's not what we want. I think I've shared this story before, but I'm going to share it again. It goes back to a personal experience I had with Vicky, with Vicky being slim and trim in San Diego, gaining weight when she moved back to Carmel, and me trying to body shame her into losing the weight. And Vicky told me, the more I did that, the more she said, I'm going to take control and I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to eat as much as I want to eat. And that makes perfect sense to me psychologically. And I think that's a concept that is at play here. I watched Meghan McCain on The View, although she said she was leaving at the end of July and she's still there. And I'm wondering, bitch, come on, leave. You said you were going to leave. But I listened to her psychologically And even though I don't believe what she's talking about and I find her annoying, I can see psychologically where she's coming from. If you want to pin it all on the Republicans, then I'm going to fight back even harder to disprove, even to the point of making things up, that you're wrong. So why don't we meet her where she is and understand, okay, we're not going to bully all the Republicans. We're going to understand. Because by bullying all the Republicans, she's coming out full force defensive. Because she doesn't necessarily believe the way that the Republicans in Congress believe, but she still wants to make certain that she differentiates herself from them in certain circumstances to the point where she's absolutely obnoxious. So we're doing something wrong. Fighting fire with fire? I don't like that. Why don't we fight or not only fight, let's just communicate, let's understand, let's meet everybody where they are and say, yes, I don't agree with you, but I can understand where you're coming from. Let's talk about it. Let's share a dialogue. So, yes, I believe that you think that China is spying on you when you listen to or have an Amazon Echo in your home. Yes, I understand 
that you don't believe in evolution. Let's talk about it. You share your viewpoint, I'll share mine. Yes, I believe that you understand that dinosaurs aren't real and all the dinosaur bones in the Museum of American History in Washington, D.C. are all fake. And I'm pulling from actual examples in dealing with clients. I can't fight it, but I can't look at it as you're so wacky that you don't believe in these things that we know to be true and put it all on the other person to where they get defensive because you're not understanding where I'm coming from. That's the important part of communication. If for no other lesson learned, it's for all of us to put ourselves in the position of meeting the other person where they are and having a conversation from that starting point without trying to impose anything of us on them. I think we'd have much more conflict resolution if we worked in that regard. Anyway, I started someplace, I ended someplace else, but I think I've shared what I wanted to share. After all, I've lived to tell. Till next time.